Welcome to the DBS Films Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look into making indie films. Learn from DBS Films about their process, tips, and fun stories that all come with making multiple movies a reality. Everybody, welcome to the DBS Films Podcast. My name is Kel. With me, as always, is my brother Brennan. Together, we make movies with DBS Films. Today's episode, we're going into part two of our quarter two update. First episode, we basically talked about what we did in the quarter. Now it's time to talk about what we plan to do in quarter three and see how well it goes. So always be sure to take a look at this online. Our Discord channel is a place to be. That's where we organize our community. We make movies for our fans with our fans. So if you ever want to be on set, in the process, just have a cool place to hang out. Highly recommend checking that out. Horror in the Forest could be out right now. And if it is, you better go ahead, rent that, give it a review. Means the world to us, allows us to grow, allows us to keep doing what we're doing. So that is really kind of, you know, picking up from where we left off in the last one. We do see quarter two as another success for this year. This is a busy, busy year. It's a hard schedule, but we were able to maintain. I think the first thing, top priority is getting the pickup shots done. I do believe, me personally, this is a silver lining that while unfortunately the rain did push that away. And yes, there are going to be increased costs, which again, as a micro indie budget, it's terrible, 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 terrible. And that should never be brushed under the rug. There's so many times I hear directors just say, oh, pickups. And they just kind of shrug it off. as like, well, I guess there has to be pickups. Got to try and push away from that mentality. Any filmmakers out there, that's not the way to think about it. Especially your producers would not like you thinking about it that way. Um, but again, it rained out on us. It was one of the worst storms that Florida had. So nothing you can do about that. But as I mentioned with the silver lining on it, I really do believe it's going to give us the time to really focus in on the climax for the Bigfoot project, really take it to the next level. And as I've been pushing for, and I believe we're going to find some way to do it, maybe we can add a little extra special effects to the Roger project to utilize kind of that big step up. Um, but that's really going to be, I would say, the first major focus. So you want to just hop into that? Yeah, I think uh, clearing out the inventory, which is uh, the pickups for both the Roger project and the, you know, Bigfoot project is priority. Uh, you know, getting those done is what we need to do because we really can't move forward too much with them until I get these pickup shots. Um, it does suck. Um, it does, you know, we were very over budget with Bigfoot and then, you know, having to do the pickups really takes us into very dangerous territory. Um and it's just going to be interesting to see how I kind of move finances around to get the other two movies done that we want to do, the other two or three movies that we want to do. Because obviously production is the thing that pushes this company forward. The only metric that matters um, outside of day one reviews and purchases is how many movies we can make in one year. And, you know, my job just got exponentially harder. Um, that being said, I think that both Roger Project and the Bigfoot Project are very good movies. Um, and having you know those two launch, I don't think there's going to be a ton of post-production work in them. Um, so I'm hoping that we can finish both these movies and get them off to distribution, which gets us completely caught up by September 30th. It's a very daunting goal. This whole you know, quarter is going to be about post-production essentially, but I think we can get caught up. Um, I already, the Roger project's in very, very good shape. The Bigfoot project is too soon to tell, but I feel very confident that if we can get and execute these pickup shots on both of these, that they're going to have two very solid movies um, that will be able to drive our revenue, you know, moving forward towards January. Because if we can get these things out, 
in August and September. That's a, a January paycheck along with horror in the forest, which really kind of sets the, the tone. We won't have as many cash flow issues running into next year. Yeah. I mean, that's something we've always brought up is the delay in the revenue. And like, I mean, that's brutal for any business. So that does really suck having the Bigfoot project go over like it did. Um, but that being said, I think the next pivot I want to make my opinion, I think Bigfoot project was our most ambitious one of this year. Like, I really think we've kind of passed that. I mean, you know, we've kind of mentioned some of the issues for girl in cabin 13 and the hunt in the murder house, I would say is just production, finding a good cabin, finding a spooky house. But once we have those cabins in the house, I feel like we're very comfortable with the story that's going to happen. I think we're very comfortable with kind of the filming of it. And I think the best thing that we always talk about is once you, when you've done a concept before, I feel like it's very easy to do it again and really highlight the essence that works, try and patch up what did not work. So I would say, you know, again, production wise, I think Bigfoot was our most intense one. I got knock on wood, never know what happens, all that jazz. Um, both of them include houses. So guess what? You rain on our house. We should still be good to some degree, as long as we're not filming out in the woods with the girl in cabin 13. Um, but to give you guys an idea, we're mentioning these names. Basically, we're going to relook at that core concept. We're not going to like remake it scene by scene. But we're going to look at the core concept, core idea, applied to found footage for the girl in cabin 13 and the haunting in the murder house for the next two films that we do for the rest of the movie. Again, there could be a fifth little sneaky guy in there somewhere, but um, I'm feeling confident in the production of those two movies based on the fact that we've done them before and based on the fact that it, you know, again, you're getting better. We're getting better. The team's getting more solidified. There's just a lot of different things that are happening to make production easier. And I think at the end of the day, the core concept itself, you know, I mean, one of my concerns was like, how's Bigfoot going to look? And he looks great, especially in that tent with the blood spewing out of him. So I think production wise, we kind of went over the hump in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, just out of necessity, the next two are going to be much smaller than the Bigfoot project. It's just, I don't know what happened, but it just spiraled out of control. And then obviously the pickups is an extra of probably 20% on the budget just to, you know, get everyone back out here and just do all this stuff again. Um, so it's just really difficult right now. Um, so I think that that is going to affect girl and cabin 13 is going to affect murder house. Uh, so we're just going to have to be a little bit more creative and clever. Um, as I mentioned in the last podcast, I think that the location is going to be something that we're really trying to highlight for both of these. Um, because I think that, you know, that's kind of going to give us the production value that we need. Uh, looking back at girl in cabin 13, you know, the cabin was, was good, but you know, I think it could be better. Um, I think we have the silicone mass. I think we just, we have the special effects team now. And I think really that script's pretty solid. There's just, you know, things that we kind of need to change up. We've gotten better. So I think you can kind of really take the dark and grittiness that we had in um, horror in the forest and kind of apply it to girl in cabin 13. And then I think murder house really just needs a really good house. I think that that was pretty much the biggest issue with that one was that not only was that house, you know, very Florida refurbished. It was just very small too. And like the fact that we were able to do that and make it look cinematic was pretty ridiculous. Um, so I think we need a place to really kind of explore and get in there. But once again, that story, that concept, everything is there. The pieces are there. So I don't think that, you know, pre-production writing these scripts is going to be very intense at all. I already have a good idea of where I want to go with both of these. 
I think that the locations are going to be there, but, you know, unfortunately for us, most of the budget that we spend money on is location. So it's going to be a little bit tricky. I think for indie filmmakers, location is also the hardest uh, hurdle to overcome. Very hard to find these locations, very hard to find these locations on a budget. So, you know, shout out to Dylan. We'll see what he can do, but um, you know, it's just, both these ones are probably going to be scaled down compared to what I would like to do. Um, but, you know, that being said, Horror in the Forest comes out, kills it, gives us another um, basic, uh, you know, momentum boost. And, you know, we'll be going, you'll, we'll be right back on track. So, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do. But I definitely think that the most important thing for this quarter is the, the July pickups and filming uh, Girl in Cabin 13 or 14, Girl in Cabin 14. Yeah. And again, you know, I, I, I think I would say this is probably this hitting girl in cabin 13 in this quarter, I think might be the most problematic one, I would say, just because, again, we're pushing to July already. I think we're still looking at August for everything. So that gives us basically a September filming potentially for that. So I could see it. I could see it slipping to the beginning of Q4. Um, Again, I could be completely wrong, which. Hopefully I am, but um, that's where the pressure is to me. And then on top of that, the pressure is getting these movies in post-production out. But if we can execute on this quarter, we get two movies ready to go, shipped off, successful launch of Horror in the Forest. I think that's when you start seeing that momentum pick up again, because we've been building this pipeline. You know what I mean? Like we have been building, I would say, you know, really since Horror in the Forest was when I think we got into gear. I mean, we did Haunting the Murder House, we did Force of Death, but I think there's a big shift. And again, I, I do say found footage is one of the reasons for it, because it allows us to kind of move through a bit faster in the post-production process. But I would say ever since we did Horror in the Force in October, we really kind of locked into this model. We're like, all right, let's do that. We execute on the Roger Project, we execute on Bigfoot. So if we're able to get, you know, a successful launch of Horror in the Forest, Roger Project out, Bigfoot out, and Girl in Cabin 13 filmed, in this quarter that is that is when you start really feeling those boosters kick in so what are kind of your thoughts of you know i think we execute on that in this quarter you now see uh, a rocket booster coming online for dbs ideally well i do i think we can solve a lot of issues heading into 2024 which is just mainly cash flow um the problem, I mean, like, it, this is going to be tough, man. It's going to be, as much as I want to get Girl in Cabin 13 out there, September's going to be very hard. And now we're heading into hurricane month, and obviously the weather has not been on our our uh, our good side this year. And it's been like 110 degrees every single day out in Florida, which means that water is hot. So, I mean, I feel like August is going to be the only time that we're going to be able to shoot this thing. September's going to be pretty booked up. Um, if I want to get, I, there's just no way we can do an October and November shoot. You're looking at October, December. I don't know. It's messy, but I'm going to try and push it. I mean, we'll push it as far as we can go as quickly as we can get it. Um, and go the, the confidence that I have now in our pre-production and our ability to make things work on set, especially after seeing the Roger project, which I was like, I don't know like where this is going to go, how we're going to do it. And the fact that we have pretty much everything is pretty wild. Like that's that was a run and gun shoot to the max, and we have everything that we need. So that gave me a really good confidence boost that we don't really need to spend a whole year on pre-production, and we don't like all this stuff is not necessary. 
get all your eggs in one basket, get everyone on set and film the thing. Um, and that's going to be my goal for Girl Academy 13. It's just, we have like a week window to get this thing done. Um, so I want to do it. I think we're going to try and push it, but obviously, man, this is going to be, it's going to be tricky. And I think that obviously the priority is getting the other two done. Um, but I'm taking one step at a time and that's the pickups. After the pickups, we could start work on pre-production with Girl and Cabin 14. But uh, this is, <laughs> if we could pull this off, it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of work this quarter. Um, and I mean, you know, again, it's, this is what you need to do if you want to keep on moving forward and keep on going. Um, I think we're going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. We'll, we'll, I, th- I think we'll be able to pull it through. It's going to be tough, but you know, again, after this, we execute it. We got a big new rocket booster on DBS and we keep on doing that. You know, January 2024, it's going to be night and day difference, especially if we can continue to increase the support that we get from the launch team. I think one of the little pivot I want to start making now is, um, you know, if you were on set, you basically had me interview you. If you're from the Discord, I basically sat you down. and was like, hey, what was this process like? And then we're going to do it. I do want to start trying to get our process and model out there more on the YouTube side of things. Because I think one thing with the community that opens up the possibilities is, you know, again, we have a few minor ways of generating revenue. We basically have no margins on the the merch because I want you guys to have the most comfy merch out there. So we basically just cover the shipping costs there. We do have the Discord subscriptions, which are absolutely amazing. That basically pay, pays for someone's flight every single month and food. So, I mean, again, just in that sense, that's really good. But I think if we can start getting the message out there, and opening up the concept of it, one, it could potentially attract more people, but then two, it could, you know, YouTube itself. If we do have a behind the scenes that's, you know, able to get people's attention, we can monetize that more. Uh, the Twitch streams and things like that. I'm not too confident on those ones. I think that's going to take a, a longer time, but I think it does open up then things, you know, potentially like sponsorships and really kind of the special uniqueness we have with this community of just kind of opening it up to different channels. Yeah, you have TikTok, but TikTok really is kind of like a, you know, massive top of the funnel type thing where the people were getting from YouTube, the people were getting from Twitch um, and the people were getting from the different streaming um, that we're kind of leaning into a little bit more now, they, you know, are a lot higher quality. And I think we can start, you know, developing those things. We've been talking about things potentially like a film school where, you know, we actually talk with indie film school or indie filmmakers and kind of get this in the sense of, hey, this could be an opportunity we have. Now, again, our main focus is making these movies, getting these movies out there. But I think the point in this is starting to feel out how much can we open this model up to other people out there to just go ahead and allow it. Because to me, one of the biggest benefits is, yes, 100%, it's getting the reviews. It's being able to do that. That is the most actionable thing. That is a 10 out of 10. But if we can start cultivating an ecosystem to where the community itself and what we're doing and the model, the behind the scenes, all of those extracurricular things we can tack onto the movies that grow the community and that can potentially monetize the community. Well, guess what? That does exactly what we were saying before. That proves the model. I think kind of where we're at right now is we just need that data to show us that we're proving the model so we can kind of really put, you know, the, the pedal to the metal and kind of increase it. So, you know, what are kind of your thoughts of, we have a unique approach here, but I think we just need to kind of get the word out. And what does this go back to? Spreading the message, telling people you're in a movie, telling people what DBS does, all of those things. Because again, if we can 
you know, forget going from 18,000 people to, you know, 100,000 people. What I want to do is go to that thousand people that are very, very about this model and process. I mean, you know, people want to shout out Gary, Carl, basically everyone we had on set. When you get someone who understands the model, the level of support we get from DBS, I mean, you're looking behind me, all this fan art and stuff like that. We just really need to grow that base. And I think really highlighting our model more so than just a quick 15 second video of Chloe doing something and saying, you ever want to be in a horror movie could get us to that next level of very serious and enthusiastic people. Cause I mean, they do want to help us, you know, they do want to support us. They do want to basically go above and beyond. And I think that's something we can kind of work at doing now. Again, big focus is going to be making the movies and whatnot. I think that's kind of a little side project I'm trying to work on with the behind the scenes and, and kind of getting that set up. Yeah, I mean, like anything that can, you know, can help us, obviously, is like what we're trying to do. And it's just, we can hit the 1000 mark right now. I know we're going to have 300 people to, you know, download this the first day. If everyone can just go out and find three people with Amazon accounts, um, you know, we're there at the thousand mark. And that is just where we really can compete. We'll easily be in the top 10. Um, The visibility that we'll get is exponential because, you know, websites and review sites, the, the last one, um, Force of Death, was picked up by a huge YouTuber. And, like, all that stuff starts to happen. That flywheel spins much faster. It's just getting that visibility is very difficult. It's extremely difficult for indie films because we're competing with, you know, Lionsgate. We're competing with Blumhouse with these huge distribution companies, XYZ. And they pour millions of dollars into Facebook ads, Amazon ads. And it's just very hard for us to compete with that kind of stuff. The top 10 on Amazon is very lock solid. Getting to the top 15 is, is a very difficult uh, task, but we can do it. So, you know, just the 12 bucks, which is getting three rentals is so huge. It's so crucial for us right now. Um, you know, really, that should be the focus. It should be laser targeted. If you can help us out doing that, um, you know, that's going to come back tenfold, 20-fold, 100-fold, just depending on how, how high we get in the algorithm is going to depend, you know, it's just going to change our future goals. Now you're looking at, you know, if Horror on the Forest comes out and it shows what we're doing is scalable, that it's working, um, you know, there's other options as far as, like, if I believe in this, we can scale up Girl in Cabin 14, we scale up Murder House, we can make another movie this year. Because I know that cash is going to come back in January and then, you know, our cash flow issues will be solved. So, you know, just the small purchases, everything adds up, you know, it's just the devil's in the details, um, the same way it is in filmmaking. The small stuff is really what makes a good movie. Um, well, when you're marketing stuff, when you're promoting movies, it's just the small stuff, little Instagram posts, little TikToks, you know, posting saying, hey, can support indie film, you know, my friends made this movie, I was in this movie, can you guys take a look, watch, you know, let us know if you like it or hate it, like all that stuff is super important right now, um, as we go into these launches, as we're essentially setting the foundation for uh, 2024. Yep, 100%, and again, we're going to continue to echo this, but all in all, I would say very successful Q1, very successful Q2, Q3 is going to be a little bit of a doozy, um, but I mean, it always is. You know, it's always tough with this. It's it's always a process, always a grind. Again, massive support to everyone who's been part of this process. Thank you so much for enabling us to do this. And more importantly, now you're going to show up. We know we're going to support Horror in the Forest. It's really the big one. Hopefully it's out by now. So you can go ahead and rent and review it. Um, but it really does mean the world to us. So again, that's going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into it. 
be sure to take a look at our Discord channel online because that is the place to be. We make movies for our fans with our fans. And again, the the more this model proves itself, the more we commit to it. And it's just something that I know it will grow. The only question is how fast. But until then, have a good one.